living and loving an addict and being faithful in my walk with Jesus Christ. Even those that love and know the Lord can have their opinions and interpretations of God's love, grace, forgiveness, restoration, redemption. And it's important that you have a good idea of the foundation in which you stand. Are you going to the counsel of others or the counsel of Jesus Christ and his word and seeking the Holy Spirit's guidance and voice within you because he lives in us to those that have received him to truly know his plan for you. Everyone's walk is different and our faith, we're given each our own measure. So we can never compare what one person does to another. What I do know is a council of men can really even pull you astray from the the truth. The word of God can be used, but the delivery mechanism, the deliverer, comes from a place of their own memories, their own hurt, their own experiences when speaking and giving advice. So I just want to make sure that there's clarity and wisdom. And often, if a voice, a person that you need that's tangible, I highly suggest finding a very mature, older believer who's been walking faithfully. That doesn't mean perfection. Walking and really serving the Lord and that their testimony is powerful because that is truly your example visibly seeing God's work in their life and when we talk about a testimony I found that the enemy really tries to keep me silent reminding me of the shame or judgment that may be thrown my way but who am I fearing am I fearing man am I fearing my loved one in my life? Am I fearing shame and embarrassment? You know, God's word says our testimony is powerful and that our testimony often will bring others to the love and relationship and salvation of Jesus Christ. So what am I afraid of? I've been asking that question over and over again in my mind and really just coming before the Lord, seeking his guidance. I do feel wisdom is being given to me as far as details, but really sharing this journey because I'm not alone and we can even feel that in the church we're embarrassed or we're not truly our authentic selves because of who you are in the church or 
how you appear to others or you're in leadership, whatever the situation may be. But church and the body of church, the people, the believers, your brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to truly embrace that and receive the brokenness and flawed people that we are and embrace it and envelope it with love, grace, the grace of our Lord and Savior that he pours out freely to us. So for me, it may seem crazy to continue in a cycle that the world standard of repetitive mental or emotional abuse or you're a doormat or looking at it as being overly codependent. I was even told I was codependent on religion. The only codependency I'm totally comfortable accepting and not wanting to change is my dependency on my Lord and Savior. That is okay. That is everything I need and everything I want. I want to depend on him. I want to need him. I want to do what pleases him. If you take who that him is out of the context of Jesus Christ, yes, that's your idol. So being aware of that, knowing that God has a journey for us, we really need to have open hearts and minds to the broken, to our brokenness. And my call to action is let's be real. Let's be genuine. Let's minister to one another the way we have been ministered to. So this podcast really is sharing my testimony of living and loving an addict, myself recovering from codependency, not the codependency with Jesus, but the codependency of being a savior to others, nurturing others to a point of sacrificing my own self-care and my time with the Lord. That became my idol, and it was so eye-opening to see that. And it's a journey, so imperfect, but I know I so love Jesus Christ. So walk with me and grow with me. Thanks for listening.